Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. And what's up, everybody? I hope you're having an amazing Wednesday. Yes, it is Wednesday. We didn't do anything on Tuesday, but it's all good. We did it for a reason since we dropped an episode on Sunday, which you need to listen to if you haven't yet, because it's really cool, and we're talking about... Coachella and experiential marketing. And speaking of experiential marketing, everybody, I have today Cassandra Gagliardi, who is the Senior Manager of Client Partnerships at Jam3. And if you don't know what Jam3 is, they're a cool design and experience agency that has created some amazing activations. Um, one of my favorites was their Levi's Winwood um, in Miami during Art Basel. I actually went to a couple of years ago. And then they've worked with Adidas, they've done um, stuff with eBay, they've done things with the Complex, just so many cool stuff, and Cassandra breaks it all down for us, and I'm just mind blown what this um, agency does. They do so much cool stuff. So if you like experiences, if you like events, if you are just here to hang out on a Wednesday and just, you know, have something fun to do for a little bit, you're in the right place, so let's get into today's episode. Cassandra, welcome to the show. How are you? Hello. Thank you so much for having me, Colin. It's so great to see you again. Oh my gosh, such a party, guys. Um, it's so funny. We met at Brand Week, and I instantly was like, I like you. Come on my show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Instantly hit it off, and that doesn't happen as often these days anymore. So I'm Honestly. so thankful that we cross paths. Honestly. But before we kick it off, we always do the question of what the term young influential means to you. Ooh, young influentials. To me, these are folks that are putting themselves out there and making waves and fearless. That was a Taylor Swift reference because. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Folks that are fearless and and really passionate about what they do and, and making changes and um, really helping to define the future of, of culture as we see it. 
Come on with the perfect answers. Just <laughs> out here, just ready to go. <laughs> I was really nervous about that. I wasn't prepared, but yeah. <laughs> but before we get into all the cool stuff you're up to, take us back to childhood, Cassandra. Like, was marketing and media like something that had an influence on you growing up? Like, how did that like interest first spark? Yeah, that's a really great question. Um, I was always interested in, in working in film and TV. That was something that seemed magical to me as a kid. Nobody in my family or friend group um, had folks that were in this industry. So I was keen on seeing what behind the scenes and production would be like. Um, so I had gone on to study um media production and journalism in university. And I was and still am passionate about connecting with audiences near and far and, and thought of, you know, leveraging film and TV as a way to educate, to inform, to entertain, to share a, or extend a story um, and hoping to bring a, a slice of positivity into people's lives. Um, so that's initially what brought me into the production world. And as I had graduated university, um, one of my mentors at the time was actually a producer at Jam 3, which is where I currently am. And she encouraged me to look at digital production as a career path um, versus just traditional film and TV. I saw the work that Jam 3 was doing. I was inspired and excited about all of the innovative projects that they were producing um, and innovation and marketing as a pathway from, from my journey. Um, so I interviewed, joined them on their production team and have been with them for five and a half years now. Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. That also like kind of that was, they were the ones that like kind of sought you out. Cause a lot of times like people are like, oh, I had to like, whatever. And then like somebody called me on and was like, Hey, you'd be perfect here. So that was kind of cool that like, it seemed like it was a little bit different where it's mm-hmm. kind of smoother than like the typical words. Like, yeah, I had to go over here and over there and now I'm here that's so cool so like what was like your first initial role what did they have you like initially doing like your day-to-day yeah I uh, initially started on their production team very entry-level role as a production coordinator so I was supporting producers our producers are essentially project managers and oversee our internal teams budgets schedules our clients um in producing our digital projects Uh, And from there, as our company grew, I was brought over to our client partnerships team to help guide growth for our business and for our clients. Um, So now I've been on our client partnerships team for about three years, and this gives me visibility into all of our departments and disciplines, how we're producing the work, the tools that we use, the high caliber of talent that's available to us, um, the types of technologies that we're prototyping and exploring, and then how all of that translates in supporting our clients as they launch new products or services um, or looking to solve business challenges in creative ways. That's so cool. And can you kind of give us like a brief uh, like summary of like what Jam3 is and like the types of clients that you guys work with? Yeah, absolutely. So we call ourselves a design and experience agency. Uh, We're focused on creating meaningful user experiences that leverage innovation and creative technology. Our vision is to be the architects of tomorrow's experiences. We're not building tech for tech's sake, but instead leveraging creative tech uh, to attribute purpose into everything we do. Um, We're creating essentially consumer experiences that will wow our clients and their communities, uh, provide surprise and delight, provide 
efficient utility, um, ultimately optimizing um, how they do business and engage their consumers. And some of our clients um, I've had the privilege to work on in my role, uh, folks like Complex, Adidas, Spotify, Google, Meta, um, clients that are uh, very forward thinking and excited to leverage innovation um, to engage their consumers in, in new ways. That's so cool. And like when you say that, like, do you guys usually approach them like these are some things that we think are innovation or leading or kind of how do you guys meet in the middle of them brainstorming their ideas and the stuff that you guys think is kind of like more forward thinking. Yeah, absolutely. So our team is comprised of strategists, uh, creators, devs, and producers who are all innovation minded. And so we'll hear clients and what they're um, currently being challenged with, you know, maybe some of the things they're working on is not resonating with a particular audience that they are looking to resonate with. And that's usually today we're hearing a lot about Gen Z and millennials. or they're looking to launch a new product. So Adidas comes to us quite often when there's a new shoe that they're about to drop and they want to do, you know, a really cool experiential stunt. How can we do this in a really neat way that might earn them some organic uh, and earned media? Um, So we'll strategize against these different briefs that um, vary in nature, um, have folks in the room to workshop ideas with us, stress test it, and and then produce those outputs. And like you brought up like millennials and Gen Z, are you, do you see like a common thread of the types of experience or types of events that these brands are doing to really target them and like really reach out to them compared to how they would say like all ages are different groups, but when they were specifically working on stuff to target that demographic? Yeah, I mean, we're seeing Gen Z and, well, we're millennials, but (laughs) and shaping trends today. So brands need to keep their finger of the pulse of culture um, through this through these generations that are the ones that are essentially spearheading it. And with the rise of digital and social media and all of these platforms, we're seeing the opportunity to have louder voices in society, which is unique in comparison to our parents or grandparents. So we really need to ensure that the way that we're engaging these communities and, and these generations are are resonating with them in a tasteful way and um, and we are able to meet them where they are at in terms of spearheading that culture and um, understanding the demographic, you know, authentically. So that's, yes, felt- yeah. No, go ahead. I was just say, like, we, we understand that and we try to bring that, that, um, that lens to our clients and that's where we bring in our strategy folks. Um, we have a pretty robust strategy team that, does thorough research, user interviews, and has an obsessive finger on the pulse of culture um, to really understand these demographics with, an, with accuracy because these are the folks that will ultimately be voices and advocates for our brands that we partner with um, if we are able to resonate with them in a, in a, in a thoughtful way. Because I feel like when you brought up social media, it's like that's constantly changing. So we're seeing a lot of brands and stuff use AR and use different technologies, like even the metaverse type stuff. And it's like the pulse that you have to have on, like how things are changing and how mm-hmm. younger consumers are interacting with these things is so key. Because if you're, I don't know, like 
being like, oh, we're going to use Tamagotchis to get the people interested in this new campaign. People are going to be like, what are you talking about? We haven't used that in like 30 years. It's like you have to be so on top of it. And I feel like a lot of times that you might receive pushback from brands being like, no, this is what we want to do. And then you have to be like, no, like this is actually not what they're what they're not using. And this is what we have to do. So I feel like it's so key that both parties have to kind of have an ear to the streets to figure out like, okay, like if we want to reach this group, let's see how we can implement like be real or like making reels or YouTube shorts and like stuff like that. Really bring in like that into like the full experience Mm -hmm. of an event or something that they're planning. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, oftentimes, you know, people call on Jam 3 when they either have an idea to explore or an experience to make. And oftentimes if they come to us with a further down the line defined brief, we're seeing that it, it could potentially be missing the mark on, you know, actually resonating with the consumers in an authentic way. So we do want to pull it back a bit and ensure the folks that we want to target, this is something that would resonate with them. You know, maybe people aged uh, 18 to 21 have no idea what a Tamagotchi is now. So maybe <laughs> the right, the right, uh, the right output or, you know, folks that are, of an older generation or older age demographic might not resonate with augmented reality or see its utility. So we're not going to build AR for AR's sake. So really it goes down to who are we trying to reach? Who are we trying to impact, influence? And does this piece of technology or this experience really speak to them in the ways that we're hoping that it will? So when it comes to marketing and stuff or big events that you guys have all worked on, are you seeing a lot of the clients ask for like the print type stuff and um, or are we seeing, are you guys seeing more of a push of they only want to focus on like the digital next level type stuff compared to that? Yeah, that's a really good question, Colin. So a lot of what we do at Jam3 is innovation focused. We are um, concepting alongside our clients, these really big uh, physical slash digital slash hybrid activations that are able to engage consumers in real life and online um, to support these big activations. So we do have teams and disciplines that are focused on other elements to drive traffic to particular campaigns or activations or product launches, et cetera. Um, So while we still have teams focused on, you know, out of home or print or video and content spots for social, um, those are all tools that amplify the the main activation that we're, that we're focusing on and building. Okay. Cause like, I always just wondered if like, are we all still putting, especially for events that are so like, revolutionary they're like using the metaverse and all these other elements i'm always like how are we we're all seeing it on social media but i wonder if they're investing ever in print other places because when i think about it i'm like i don't even know the last time i saw an uh, like an like a marketing push or something in print for an upcoming event or something it's always like on social and stuff and i feel like i'm like have we all left that are we all still working are they requesting that like where do we stand on on, on that push. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I think it maps back to where their consumers are living in terms of the media that they're consuming. Um, so for example, we uh, recently launched a, a metaverse experience with Adidas and to supplement this campaign, yes, we built a Web3 experience, but we also had digital out of home in their stores. We had an interactive experience within their stores where we were encouraging people to enter the metaverse with 
Adidas. So all of those elements are meant to supplement, um, you know, the main project and the main activation in, in thoughtful ways to essentially drive traffic to the main experience, which um, would be an innovation-led experience. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. And when working on stuff like that with the metaverse, do you guys find it challenging with companies that are still trying to, we're at like, it's still new, so we're all still trying to grasp like what it is and stuff, but do you all ever face any challenges of trying to help explain like how the uh, how that brand, like say Adidas or something, like how they can best use it in other elements within Web3 they should be using? Or do you feel like everybody's coming to the table with the same kind of knowledge base of how to use it and kind of like interact in that space? Yeah, I think it's a very ripe space right now. Everybody has their own interpretation. There are so many platforms and tools and mechanics that brands can can tap into. Um, and, you know, the, the knowledge base, it, it varies. I think we're in a very early adopt stage of Web3 in the metaverse and how we sort of handhold with our clients is through running something called an innovation sprint. Um, so our teams internally, before we even propose any new emerging tech to clients, we'll do internal prototyping and hackathons so that we can come to our clients with confidence about the technologies and then do deep research on who's using these and where it stands on an adoption scale. And so this example that I bring up with Adidas um, was they were curious about the metaverse and entering the space in a very thoughtful way. And uh, so what we had done for them, um, we built a, a personalized avatar generator inspired by one of their clothing lines, the Ozworld collection. And the reason why we created a, a personalized avatar generator inspired by Adidas clothing is because Based on our insights, we realized that 70% of Gen Zers say that their online identity is 
their more authentic self than their in real life identity, which is a really interesting uh, insight. Um, However, they're finding that the opportunities for self-expression online are very far and few between. The way that folks are expressing themselves is mostly categorized by our physical features and our physical traits and not reflective of a broader fluid identity set that we we inherit now as um, as younger generations. Uh, so we saw the opportunity for Adidas to leverage that insight and close this gap with their IP uh, by creating the world's first personality-based AI-generated avatar platform. So just by answering a series of questions based on your personality, um, it would spit out a, a, a an avatar that matched the answers of your personality. You were then able to customize further if you wanted to. Um, but then this was an opportunity for people to take this avatar into multiple different metaverse platforms. Um, so we partnered with Ready Player Me. They're an avatar generation platform. Essentially, they are interoperable with over 2,000 metaverse platforms. So now folks were encouraged with Adidas to build their own digital self-expression. And then you had an avatar that was inspired by your personality and AI that you could then take to all these different worlds. Um, so that, that that's one example of, um, of how, you know, we use strategy and insight to then inform um, to inform a, an innovative output. Wait, that's, cr- that's, I'm still stuck on the fact that you're like, that people, the online identity, that's crazy because when you say that it actually makes sense because we're now seeing that a lot of uh, brands and stuff are like creating like only like virtual drops and stuff of like shoes and other stuff where they can dress up avatars and stuff. So when I think about it, like the avatars we had were like, I don't know, like Club Penguin and, <laughs> and like Sims and I don't know, like I feel like our um, I feel like our whole like point of like online was like kind of we're putting on airs of who we actually aren't. It's like our persona that we aspire to be, and versus like now the stat saying where it's like no, the who we are online is actually who we really are, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Mm-hmm. That, and so yeah, I was like that's like a whole other like <laughs> I rabbit hole to go under. Like that just that really threw me when you said that. Ah. <laughs> like well, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, but it's it's something we don't think about or consider. But when we think about ourselves and how we represent ourselves online, we are actually able to tap into this global community of people we might never even meet and express ourselves, um, which is you know lending like. It's a good sign of technology to bridge bigger communities and for brands, they're able to tap into this online space to um, engage more folks that they might not be from having a billboard or, or having a commercial at their local TV station or something. And, uh, and speaking of just like engaging people from all over, like, are you guys seeing a trend where more people are wanting their events in person and streamed? Or I feel like now since the pandemic, we're now seeing that shift of like bringing in like in person and uh, like virtual, but we're also seeing like how some brands, when they uh, define hybrid, it's like in person and then metaverse type thing. But in thinking of like kind of, I guess, version one of what hybrid was, do you see like more clients asking to do things that are like in person and streaming? Or do you feel like the streaming thing's going to kind of go away later and then stuff will just be recorded and upload it at a later time? Yeah. <laughs> It's a, it's a good question. I, I think the pandemic 
actually accelerated a lot of virtualization and um, and virtual events for a lot of brands. Uh, so one key example that comes to mind is what we did with Complex and their Complex Land experience. Um, so Complex has Complex Con every year, which is in, an in real life uh, shoe event, a shoe drop event. Um, in Long Beach, California. And of course, because we couldn't get together in the height of the pandemic, they wanted to imagine a new way to still have the event, still have all of their brand partners release exclusive merchandise and also um, engage their community in a, in a meaningful way and give them the opportunity to um, to experience everything that ComplexCon was in a digital platform. So we created Complex Land. And this was a first of its kind virtual destination that combined gaming and fashion and shopping in one universally accessible experience. Um, and fans could come into this virtual world, own their own digital avatars, dress it up in clothing and brands that they were excited about. We had over 60 brands um, show up under this one digital world. Um, able to sell merchandise or host a panel discussion or, um, you know, build out monuments or museums within this world that folks could explore. Um, and that first came about as a solution for the pandemic. But Complex saw it be so widely successful that we have done it three times now. Oh the God. last iteration being in June 2022 of this year. Um, a time when the world was open. So we're seeing consumer behavior shift to this hybrid world where people are interested in tapping and logging in online and showing digital extensions of the, of themselves. Um, and as a result, Complex was also able to access a global audience versus a local audience in Long Beach. Um, so so, so successful. Um, I know there's appetite for a fourth iteration and, you know, life is slowly going back to normal. So how can we have innovation complement the, the physical event? And uh, uh, that's crazy. Like, that's just so that's just so crazy. Like, I'm just like my you're, you're blowing my mind about these stats. I'm just like, wait, what? Like, what? <laughs> Like when you said that, I'm like I pictured like myself with my little avatar and like fear of God outfit, like yeah. on the trail, just like walking around, like getting some stuff, which is, which is cool. And I feel like also it kind of even for those who are like in person and stuff, like kind of like doing that digital realm while being say at, at the actual complex con brings in like a cool, I don't like another like a cool extension of being in person too. Cause it's like, Oh, like you're on here too. Me too. And it's like adding a friend on like Instagram or Facebook where it's like, Oh, you're here too. Like let's add each other. Like, Hey, you're here. Let's meet up at mm -hmm. um, in and out at like three o'clock or something where you kind of like can kind of bring that relationship offline also. So it's like, it kind of goes two ways. It's like you're connecting more people, but like for those in person, you're still kind of bring that off and, yeah kind of make that actual real connection in person absolutely for the uh second and third iteration of complex land we had made it multiplayer and open to so essentially if you logged into the world you were thrown into a virtual world with people from all over um and so the ways that you could communicate with other folks was through movements so we introduced movement of the avatars you could wave you could say follow me oh you could gosh. do a funny like backflip <laughs> and then we also had an always on chat um on the side that you could open or close and when logging in 
to the chat, you had the option to add your Instagram handle. So if you did have good camaraderie or good chatter with somebody in the world, you were able to click on their profile and follow them on Instagram if you wanted to take it off complex land. So, I mean, I haven't heard of any love stories yet, but who knows? (laughs) We're waiting. We're waiting. We're waiting. If if that's you, come forward and let us know. I met them at the fountain where they were doing the exclusive shoe drop. (laughs) When they got the last pair of shoes, that's when I knew they were the ones. (laughs) Yeah, who knows, right? Um, interest, you're at a conference that is all about hype streetwear, you know, (laughs) finding your niche community in here. So who knows? Are there any other, like, cool ones that you guys have done, elements like that where it's, like, online type, where it was just, like, a cool extension like that? Are there any other cool examples? I know you mentioned like the Adidas one and then mm-hmm. Complex Land, but are there any other ones that you guys kind of like took it to the next level? Yeah. Um, one that you actually might be super familiar with because I follow you on Instagram and I saw you <laughs> there. That's your fun. We, yes. Yeah. So in, uh, in 2020, we did a virtual version of CultureCon. And it, again, was this 3D, interactive, beautifully designed world um, where you could explore and then go in and see panel sessions and have mentorship sessions and networking all online. Because we didn't want, you know, a lot of conferences went online and were just a a passively viewed experience. Mm -hmm. We wanted to make it interactive and and make people a part of the experience. So we did that. in the pandemic, in lockdowns as well. Um, that was pretty exciting. Wait, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm, that's, I'm like I'm picturing myself as like a penguin, like having a mentorship <laughs> with like, I don't know, like some like Fortune 500 seat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. And then another fun one I, I that we did that it sort of uh, accelerated technology as well in, in the height of the pandemic was a, a deep fake AI conversation with the weekend. Whoa. So, so again, it's like using <laughs> tech for, for good and using technology to have personal experiences and, and create these really nice brand moments. Um, so in, you know, in the pandemic, again, concerts were shut down and events were shut down and the weekend had just released his new album after hours. So Fun fact, he's, he was Spotify's most streamed artist of that year. So Spotify wanted to celebrate him and they created a personalized experience with him to have one-on-one conversations. And that was leveraging Spotify listening data. So essentially oh we built out this platform where you could log in with your Spotify account and then you were met with this deep fake version of the weekend. And he'd be like, Hey Colin, I know <laughs> I know you've listened to this song for this many hours, um, and then would just pull all the data and have a conversation with you about all of your personalized listening habits, and it was personal to you. Um, and then after the conversation, he would perform your most listened to song oh of his gosh. in a private virtual concert. Whoa, um, that's so cool. But like that makes people feel valued. It's a surprise and delight moment. It's leveraging technology for personalized experiences that are memorable. And uh, that's how brands should be experienced now. It's through memorable moments. And that's what that's, will keep people loyal. That's crazy. <laughs> that's so cool. Like that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Like talk about 
a per- like talking about like a personal that's so cool mm-hmm. okay that's if you guys say that with taylor swift like i'm coming oh my god so like, we're we're we for sure well i will for sure make the team pitch taylor swift <laughs> please please <Wow>. do. <laughs> be a dream. i would die <clears throat> but to kind of like kind of wrap up our conversation for those who are listening that's like oh that's so cool you guys do all this cool stuff using all these cool digital elements like what advice do you have for those who are who are at agencies or places that want to start doing kind of like taking their clients and stuff to the next level like that like where can they where can yeah. they start to like get those ideas I mean innovation is scary and in an unknown place for people who don't work at an innovation led agency um we believe the most successful companies in the world win their category because they are open to taking chances. They are open to responding to change and culture, and they invest in the unknown. So leveraging trends to inform change, place important bets to ensure that their business is constantly evolving with the times in a tasteful manner um, and adapting quickly. Um, So my best advice to brands and people alike you know, don't use tech for tech's sake because it's a buzzword, but always be curious and leverage your curiosity of these trends and design and technology to test and learn. It's really important to test, invest a little bit of budget in, in doing, a, you know, maybe a short sprint or prototype, testing that with a, a user group that you want to resonate with and gather that data and let the data inform your action. Um, so the, that's what you can tap on Jam 3 for, you know, finding the right partners who are uh, very privy to this space. That's us. Um, and as I had mentioned earlier, we do innovation sprints where we can test and learn alongside our clients before they commit to, you know, big invest- investments for big technology that might not resonate for what they're looking to do. So be curious, test and learn and um, use data for action. Yes, I feel like a lot of times people are like, oh, I don't want to try, like, us being on that be real. I just want to be in bed. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, you got to try out these things to kind of, like, continue going with your consumers or where your audience is. Because if you don't, then you're going to just be left. And then you're Mm -hmm. going to basically lose your And then you're not going to be able to evolve as a company. So it's so important to just, like, try this stuff try it out. And oftentimes like the really fun surprise and delayed experiences are the ones that are getting organic press. So you don't even need to, you know, buy any other media spots. Honestly. Um, Cuz it's being picked up and talked about because it's so unique. That's why I feel like it's so cool for biz- seeing like different businesses and companies use like TikTok and be real cuz you'd be like what is a shoe brand doing on be real but it's like for those who are taking that risk and being like, hey, we're noticing a lot of our consumers are using this app or that app or this platform. How can we use it to kind of tell our story and reach our consumer on that platform? And I think that's so, so key and important to always just be thinking about that. Like, what can we be doing next to help serve our community or our community, uh, our audience better? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And making sure it makes sense for the people. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not, um, you know, having them feel isolated or lost by introducing a new mechanic that might not resonate with them. So yeah, it always goes down to the the people humans first. 
Yeah, you heard it here first, everybody. She said it. <laughs> she said it. <laughs> but Cassandra, thank you so much for being here today and just bringing the vibes in the, the sunshine. <laughs> thank you, Colin, for having me. It's been so much fun. And, uh, and yeah, we'll do this again. <laughs> wow. How great was this episode? If you were like me, you probably took a lot of notes and have a lot of questions and comments. So if you do, feel free to add us at Adweek across Twitter, Instagram, all the social medias. And we'd love to hear from you all. And feel free to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. That always helps us. And we can't wait to hear from you all and see you in the next episode. So bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Young Influentials, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Al Manorino, executive produced by Chris Aarons, and edited by Lane McGibney at Bountwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcast. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 